0: Jurassic Park. Now playing the fifth episode. Ecto Gongles with Ecto Fiber. Neutron, a blaster, and water separately Sold separately.
1: From the corner penthouse of Spook Central all the way to Star Killer Base, this is Yes Have Some Podcast. Do I?
0: Yes Have Some.
2: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Yes, Have Some podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Welcome to May or July or whenever it is, because nobody knows. I
1: wrote down YHS May something (laughs) for the header on my
2: notes. Uh, we're, We're working on last week. We elected Jake, the May Queen, May King. Something. Something happened. I've, if Last week feels like a year ago, and a year ago feels like a month ago. I have no context of anything, but I'm happy to be here. Abigail mm. Gardner, how are you doing? No
1: concept of time. I have nothing. Um, I'm glad that Jake was the May King slash queen last month. And yeah, welcome to May. This Wait, no, month. it's still May. It's, I, still May. it's still May.
2: It's still May. New May King every month. I
1: never know what day it is.
2: Uh, Jake, what's up, man? How are you?
0: I didn't even realize today was the day to record until... You called me earlier and was like, hey, I emailed you.
2: Well, I hope you put together your fuck budget at least. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean. I did my homework. That part was pretty easy. Uh, It's like
1: you're homeschooling us. (laughs) like you're our teacher.
2: Yeah, I'm like a parent. I'm like all one of those parents as a homeschooler now. Um, I was looking. I got a Facebook memory today. Can you guys believe that we saw Batman Forever in theaters a year ago with Zach Myers? Oh, cool.
1: Yeah. I looked at that and it kind of made me sad because we also had like a root beer float party that night. And it was just <laughs> like we went to my favorite movie theater, Atlantic Station, which has like a piano outside of it and all this cool shit. And it was
2: that was the I night just we miss uh, it. I miss it so much. We prepared. uh We did this video where we put a uh, Dan Aykroyd's face on a Star Lord cardboard <laughs> cutout. And we. Oh,
0: OK. We, yeah, we did. <laughs> Jake, I remember that. Joel, <laughs>
2: cool. it's like I feel like I'm telling Jake a story, like he wasn't there. He's like, That's something that happened. <laughs> right. You tried to
1: put Jake to bed.
2: <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm regaling, I'm let, filling him in on what happened in his life. <laughs> is that what we did? <laughs> uh, which, uh, you know, and then Jake and I, we, you know, we had a conversation the other day about how we're almost a year uh, from Ghostbusters Fan Fest, which is just insane, yeah. And uh-huh. uh Jake you were telling me that you missed it.
0: Yeah, I saw uh, one of I I believe it was somebody uh one of one of the German um ghostbusters I think like reshared their video and I watched it and uh and I missed being there. It it, rem- it reminded me how much fun we had. But you did remember being there. Did I go? <laughs> yeah. Yes, Tell me I remember you didn't being, block it out. I remember being there. I just uh yeah, uh, it just brought back memory. It, like seeing been, the seeing the setup of the location again.
1: No, I remember everything too, and just like you, Jake, I miss it. It was a lot of fun. Just to be out on the other side of the country with the three of us, like it's always fun to do a big trip and having it be ghostbusters focused yeah. and meeting all those people and seeing friends. It was great. I miss
2: it. It was great. It was a crazy day and uh we'll we'll have to do like a one year celebration or something uh on the on the on Ghostbusters day this day which you forget that's why we were there was for Ghostbusters day um uh, they yeah. and, and also yeah um you know there's a new Ghostbusters movie coming out uh it's just not coming out now like yeah. we thought right now <laughs> we'd be in like the the zone like getting ready like revved up mm-hmm. uh, but we got a little bit more time but uh we've got Bill and Ted coming later this summer and uh this was really funny. One of my favorite ongoing things is every time they announce a new release date for New Mutants our, our friend of the podcast <laughs> Matt Provinsall <laughs> like he he just for some reason that's just something he loves because that movie literally shot in 2014 and it's been pushed back like 12 times. It's li- I think we've talked about it before. It's it's just like uh Every time Ben Wyatt joins the accounting firm on Parks and, <laughs> and then has to leave. And <laughs> then yeah. he leaves. Um, but they announced uh August 26th, I believe we're gonna finally get to see
0: new mutants. In theory. So in theaters, we'll question see. mark? It says in theaters. Something something's gonna ha- something's gonna happen. Like the MCU is gonna announce that they're uh, you know, fast tracking their mutants movies <laughs> yeah. and like, oh, we can't I'm have sorry. that one come out. They've Some, been quietly something's filming. gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I
2: would not be surprised. It, it, it'll whatever happens, it'll just like the pandemic will be over. Everything will be back to normal, but they're they're still not gonna let New Mutants in the in the theaters. <laughs>
0: um, they're gonna change, they're gonna change the name to um, Old Mutants
2: <laughs> <laughs> at this point. Are, dude, that's six years.
0: I mean, I talked about how like Logan,
2: Kim, and McKenna, McKenna Grace are gonna be like they're you know, six
1: year old mutants at this point. Yeah, not that they're
2: gonna be new. older by the time Ghostbusters comes out. But like these kids are like. Arya Stark was a child when she filmed that movie and she had sex in Game of by Thrones by the end of it, yeah. So it's been years and years and years. Um so welcome to the New Mutants <laughs> podcast. And uh real- Where
1: we only talk about Game of Thrones. Yes.
2: <laughs> um oh I'm on the wrong email here. Hold on. Um Jake, uh before we we yeah. before we uh did the yes, th- words Mm-hmm. So what happens is I call you and you call me and we figure mm-hmm. out when we're going to call and record it. But yeah. before we called and recorded it, you uh, you said you went to Walmart because uh, you had a little uh, insight on maybe a couple of uh, Ghostbusters figures. Uh, how did that go?
0: I uh, went to Walmart. They had one, uh, one each of the Stay puffed and the Slimer um, on... Uh, on the shelves. I do have these pre-ordered, but I wanted to get a second set so I can open them. And um good thing I'm planning on opening these because uh the packaging is terrible. What um, happened? I don't know. The slimers wet for some reason. The the <laughs> yeah, card he, the, he the card is like curled and wet and it's just it's not in good condition. I'm a little annoyed because the stay puffed has uh, like a little piece of blue paint. You know, he's got the, he's wearing like the bib thing.
2: Mm-hmm. Right. But
0: then there's the, there's the white like stripe in on his like bib. Well, there's like a, a thing of blue paint, like, like somebody fucked up and accidentally slipped and got some blue in the white. Oh shit. Oh. Uh, and that's, uh, that's annoying. But, um, I can probably fix that also. I mean, I got another one of these coming, so. Well, it is. Yeah, I just went, I just went and grabbed them so I can, so I can open, so I can open this. Okay. Well,
2: since Slimer's in good condition and you'll be able to, um, you can fix that little stay puff with a little bit of. Yeah,
0: it's just a little, it's just a little thing that's dumb and, and you know, but like it's, it's, it's something that, collectors like he, he was probably the last one on the show for that reason
2: right well congratulations I, I still haven't seen those ones uh, mm-hmm. um, like the stores. little red
1: dot on the cashmere sweater in Seinfeld <laughs> exactly. yeah, that God. George bought for a no. It'll
2: know. hey someone's g- <laughs> Jake's gonna be like Jake's gonna invite somebody to his house be like hey I've got a really nice toy collection they're gonna walk in and immediately go what's that on Stay puff
0: <laughs> <laughs> what's
2: that blue dot um, so yeah Thank you uh, to Hasbro for uh, sending us out the real Ghostbusters figures. We did a contest on YouTube. We picked our winner today. You can check out the YouTube channel to see if it was you. Uh, but the person who won already contacted was it me. me.
1: I was going to say it was Jake because he had it like a malfunctioning or whatever. A, a not perfect, an imperfect <laughs> staple. Imp- it me.
2: Jake. Uh Listen, we could have easily rigged this contest. Tainted. We could have given Jake all the prizes. Um you <laughs>
0: just imagine us do a contest and I win it.
2: That'd be great. Yeah, um, no one
1: would notice. But uh, Cra-
2: Craig from Chicago, actually a guy named Craig won. Uh, oh, his name's oh, Craig, huh? Yeah, but he's from Chicago. That's I'm from
1: Craigism. Oh, I'm
2: actually <laughs> I'm actually from, Chicago. from Chicago. Chicago. Did we just coin a new phrase? Cragatism. Craigatism. <laughs> when do we run contests when you and I give favor
1: pri- people named Craig from <laughs> yeah, Chicago? I'm like,
2: hey man, I know it's tough having the name Craig because let's face it, it's not a great name. Yeah, no. it's not really, a good name. It's not
1: oftentimes in TV shows, like the idiot or like the, the, the Shamil is gonna be a Craig. Yeah,
2: it's always a douchebag. Like an X. It's always Craig. It's always creepy. Uh, but no. Congratulations to Craig for uh for winning those uh figures. We'll get those out to Craig, you. Craig,
1: you're a winner on
2: YHS. (laughs) That's why I I did it. I just wanted to keep saying that. Um, And uh, yeah, and also there's reports of uh, the Ghostbusters Plasma series figures popping up everywhere at Target. Uh, I've been to a couple of Targets. I I missed them uh, just by a day. Uh, The Target I was at yesterday did not have them, and I was informed by a listener this morning that that specific Target had them, and he grabbed all of them.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, those are, I mean, like... If you're going I mean technically those are yours then and he has to give those to you because you already went to that store. So Yeah.
1: It's like you left them. Sorry, mark. but <laughs> that happened, He needs that? to
0: return those.
1: <laughs> yeah. Immediately. We're very territorial about um, our targets.
2: I it's been weird. I I'm telling you, the only people in the toy aisles during the pandemic are collectors. There's no kids and parents shopping for God. toys. So That's I It is the way it should be. It is the way it should be, but I get very it's wonderful. Listen. We talked about this on one of our first episodes about how annoying it is when you see a kid in the toy aisle. Um in fact, I think uh Jeffrey DeGamerino, he he had an idea for a t-shirt. I don't remember exactly what it is, but it was basically like us like the silhouettes of us in a toy aisle, like dragging a kid out of it, or something. it was very violent. I didn't know wow. what it was, but <laughs> I violent.
1: like the. I don't know. Uh, we watched the most recent episode of SNL, and they had like a musical number called "Let's K- Let Kids Drink." Yeah, and I feel like we should have one that's keep kids out of the toy aisle.
2: I mean, I would write that song because yeah. they don't belong there. And the no, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> Um, but yeah, Plasma Series figures are out. Uh, apparently, in the in the case of eight. Gozer and Peter are double packed, uh, so because he said he left a Gozer and a Peter behind, and I went to that Target, and by the time I got there, they were gone. Um, so whoever that mystery person is, also owes me toys. Mm-hmm. That's what's funny to me <laughs> is that
1: most of them probably listen to this. I feel like it's a really small community of people and we all are probably buying them. It's
2: the same five people. i yeah,
1: then reselling them later. Also together. you,
2: you
0: pre-ordered those.
2: I did. I did. They're coming. I just, I, I need that rush of finding them in the store. Um, gotcha. yeah. I, we're going to, we're going to move on a little bit of more toy talk here though. There's a discussion. I'm on the, the foosh action figure forums. Uh, Who? F, what is that? What? F W O O S. Is no. that a toy? Uh, it sounds like a toy. Listen, there's great discussion about toys, but, there are hardcore Is that a to- dating app. <laughs> Fush, yeah, it's to, for collectors to find other collectors. Uh, that's that's a good kind idea. of
1: fun. Yeah.
2: Uh, what's your ideal evening? A long walk in the Target toy aisle. Mm. Um, what's that noise you just made?
1: I, was just, I liked it. That's um, my late Listen, night.
2: Listen, I, I wanted to throw this to... I know I have, quest. Jake, I have a question for you. There's people that are complaining about the Ghostbusters Plasma series. Not people within the Ghostbusters community, but just general toy collectors. That they are billed as six-inch scale, but they're actually about five and a half inches, pretty much the same height as the Mattel Maddie collector figures. Okay. People that are upset because they feel like they Hasbro should scale these figures in the same scale as they do with Marvel legends, star Wars black series, because like their, their thought is like, Hey, what if I want Ray Stance to be hanging out with Scarlet witch? I'm not going to be able to, it Mm. won't make any sense. Right. Um, my question to you, Jake is, do you care?
0: Um, I, I would say to those people, like, if they were, you know, if, if that collective community of people were listening to us tonight, um, I would just say go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's it?
0: Because it's stupid. No. I it's like, the stupidest thing to be annoyed about. By the way.
1: did I want to mix my figure.
0: It, it, it is weird. Um,
2: Jake, you okay?
0: I just opened a toy. Oh,
2: did you? live unboxing. Wow. opened
0: it. Uh, a
2: wet Slimer unboxing. Um, That's
0: exactly what I opened.
2: And also, Craig Strong t-shirts are available in the Yes Have Some shop. Uh, and Jake's shirt's going to drop tomorrow. It's just uh, a black shirt with white text that says, go fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it's going to be good. It's going to be really with good. With a picture of Alan Grant. Don't, it
0: says, don't talk to me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> don't talk to me. <laughs> um,
0: it is funny. Hey, I like- Slimer can't hold these foods. <laughs> what the fuck?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dude. I understand. What's like, the I'm point? sorry. Um, but
1: I also want to say that I've been,
0: bucket. A-
1: Abby I've been playing with a slimer myself. It's Lady Slimer. It's like the little the the one with the the ecto goop that you can like
2: ecto goop. You know what it's called? Have you ever seen Ghostbusters?
1: Soon- <laughs> <laughs> it's called slime. It's it's the goop. No, um it's from Answer the Call and I was opening it up to play with while you were opening yours and I think that's kind of neat.
2: I would love to see our text message chains from 2016 when I was like Jake found lady Slimer game on (laughs) exclamation point.
1: I know what I said. Um,
2: cool. Um, last toy note before we move on here, uh, Jake, uh, you saw it first Mm -hmm. this week. NECA officially announced a couple new back to the future ultimate figures. Uh, we saw Marty, we saw 1985 Marty, right? So at toy fair, they had two Marty's on display. They had 1985 Marty, and then they had the alternate Marty in the uh, hazmat suit and they revealed a new marty this week which is the 19 no 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 2015 future marty future yes. boy future boy cool. that's what he's called that is what he's called um and uh he looks a lot like his son uh, marty mcfly junior as you recall who uh is a compl- what, is, what is marty what does he say he calls him something hmm. anyways uh it's <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah. uh since when did you become the physical type mm-hmm. i love saying that mm-hmm. and then they also unveiled the 1955 biff which technically yeah is back to the future one and two because it does come with the sports almanac with the ooh la la uh cover these nice. figures are amazing
0: and i don't think they should be selling toys like that with like pornography
1: yeah <laughs> mm, i'm offended
2: um if Toys R Us was still around, that would be a real thing. Like, remember every time, like a, a remember like there was a controversy, like some mom somewhere was mad that there was a Chucky toy at Toys R Us.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's gotten to the point where like, I mean, you know, uh, fucking, I don't know. All the, all those weird toy rules are dumb, you know, like all the, remember when Ecto Cooler came out, in 2016 and, and we could put slime up. on mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. Get that. Get that shit out of my mm-hmm. face.
2: All oh, right.
1: Yeah. Um to quote Jacob Walsh, go fuck yourself. God, I love
0: that. Mm-hmm. I'm getting worse. I'm, I'm sitting here trying to scrape blue paint off of my Stay Puft Marshmallow man. Uh-oh.
2: And uh, I feel like that could happen at any stage of life. Like you could be 6 years old, 17, 35, 70. All right. Good speech.
1: Cool, <laughs> and you could be scraping the paint. Yeah, that's on, what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah,
2: let's rewind and pretend that. Would you
1: paint over it with like white, or is that just like outline? You, you can do that. And yeah. no, okay. Mean,
0: people, people do that. Yeah. Well, Jake, let I me ask you
2: this: This is your first time seeing those up close. What do
0: you think? They look very good. Yeah, they're awesome. They're awesome. They look. Very, I mean, they look basically identical.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's
0: good stuff. Nice. Um, okay. But if I had, you know, one complaint, it would be that the Slimer is not in scale with my Stay Puff. So.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I like complaining about the scale of six inch figures. Hey, remember that movie Ghostbusters where Stay Puff was 100 feet tall and his action figure is five inches? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's okay. Um, Abby, yeah. uh, anything else?
1: Size does matter.
2: Wrong movie. I know, but it was fun. By the way, for our vintage sequel fuck budget we have coming up, i desperately looked for any kind of like <laughs> Godzilla 2 rumors from like the late 90s. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't, I couldn't find it. Wrong. I couldn't find no,
0: any. Nobody asked for we, it. We, I think we've extensively talked about we have. some of the stuff that we've was supposed it. to happen. We've covered it. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So... Um,
2: Unfortunately, we uh we lost somebody this week. Uh Jerry Stiller passed away at the age of ninety-two. Uh famously known as Frank Costanza from Seinfeld. Obviously he's Ben Stiller's dad. Uh but in my mind he's George Costanza's dad and by extension, Jason Alexander's dad. In fact, when I heard he died, I went to Jason Alexander's Twitter for the uh, his response before I went to Ben Stiller's uh, because I'm a child and I'm like the cable guy and TV is real to me. Yeah. Um, Abby, yeah, how you feeling about Did, that?
1: I mean, it was a bummer for sure. He's he's he has probably my favorite quote from all of Seinfeld, which I took the time to write down. And I'm probably going to ask you to say because you do a pretty good Frank Costanza. Okay. But yeah, he's in some of my favorite episodes um, and I'm heartbroken to hear it, but like he lived a very full life and he did a lot of stuff. So it's, you know, it's OK. Um, yeah. I think that there's I actually ended up ranking my top 10
2: Seinfeld characters because you. Had, well, hold on. We're not there yet.
1: We're not quite there.
2: You have to make it seem like we didn't preplan that. No,
1: OK, right. So, um, sorry. The buildup. The fact is. He makes me laugh, um, probably harder than like he's in he's in my like core character like lineup. I absolutely love Frank Costanza. I love his temper. Um, and I love his rivalry with the uh with uh Seinfelds, like the seniors, um, Mr. and Mrs. Seinfeld. And I love like his his old clothes and his cabana wear and it's just it's very much a bummer um to know that he's gone because he's kind of like a part of our family, especially with the fact that Festivus is like an event And uh, yesterday or was it yesterday or the day before? I don't remember when it was that he passed, but Craig, you wanted to put together like a nice photo for our Instagram. Yeah. And I feel like, uh, it was kind of funny and appropriate that you're getting a spam call right in the middle of this. Well, no,
0: we're
2: good.
1: Um, it was a spam Don't uh, worry. So I think it's a Funko toy. The, the, uh, Seinfeld figures.
2: Yes. The, and- uh, whatever that line of, yeah, they and did like five sign f-
1: Either way, I heard you from the other room. You were setting up a picture and then you were screaming at our cat Jonesy because he knocked the Frank Costanza figure off and he'd broke it in half. Yeah. And you had to like super glue it together just to put the picture back together. And it was yeah. hilarious and fun and kind of a, I don't know, something to I yelled remember. at Jonesy. I was like,
0: George is getting angry. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I was. That's that- my favorite thing about, that's my favorite thing about Frank Costanza is just the way he, um screams everything yeah. even if yeah. it's even if it's even if he's not angry yeah. or even if it's not something uh, to be scream he just screams he he decides in every other halfway through every other sentence to yell it yep yeah. it's great and that's my, Got your that's my the
2: the discussion B's. that I wanted to have real quick is yeah. where where does frank costanza the character fall as far as like like it's kind of, Obviously, you've got your core four, right? You, you, not, excluding Jerry Lane, uh, Kramer, and George, you know the best part about Seinfeld is there's just so many characters. Um, and I, I kind of was thinking this week, like, where does Frank fall as far as like the secondary characters in like my my pantheon? And I didn't come up with a full list, but I think he's got to be. Number one, maybe top two or three. I mean, obviously I love Newman mm-hmm. and um I, I started racking my brain and I, I think Frank Estanda is probably besides the core four my favorite character. I mean, just as far as like how his screen time, because he's not on every episode, but when he's there, it's meaningful and you're laughing and it's it's just a good time. Uh Abby, I'm interested in what your list was. <coughs>
1: I actually have him ranked higher than one of the core members of um, the top four. Okay. I've got him. Well, my number one character is George Costanza. Just, I relate the most to him and he's, his episodes are probably my favorite. Um, and His makes, episode,
2: like it's lost. Yeah. Oh, it's a George episode. I do.
1: I love when it's a George centered episode and he definitely has like my favorite gags. I have Elaine Bennis at number two, and then Frank Costanza at three. I like him more than Jerry Seinfeld. I find that I'm more delighted by his screen time. And uh, let's see, four, we've got Cosmo Kramer, number five. Oh, I have Kramer before Seinfeld. Five is Jerry Seinfeld. Six is David Putty. Seven, Estelle Costanza. Eight is Kenny Banya. Nine is Uncle Leo. And ten is Judge Reinhold as Aaron. Oh, he doesn't have a last name. I one, looked it up.
2: Hey, one two part episode. I'm telling you, that is Judge Reinhold is amazing. Yeah. On Seinfeld, anyways. Uh,
0: Jake, wh- wh- where do you yeah. think
2: uh, Frank falls in this list?
0: I mean, I think I, I mean, I agree. He's, he's, I didn't make a list, but he would be, I didn't either, uh, exclude, excluding, excluding I'm the only one the, that ever does, <laughs> excluding the main four. Um, yeah, I would put him probably in the top five. Uh, um, I, I got, I hate fucking, uh, God, what's his name? The uncle, What? what's uncle his name?
2: Leo?
0: Uncle Leo, said? Uncle Leo. Yeah, God, he's so skeezy. Yeah, he, um, he steals he
2: books, but he's got he, one of the best lines of all time, okay, which, which is when he's bragging about. Jerry <laughs> Jer- That's why he's on my list because on. of this line. Uncle Leo, he's bragging about Jerry's cousin Jeffrey <laughs> and how how well he did in college and how he became friends with the professor and he goes he goes I love to say it. You don't have to well, push me. I'm pushing Abby because I know she wants to <laughs> yeah. interrupt him. He goes, "Can you believe it, Jerry? They go out to actual dinners. That's rare." nobody <laughs> <The lovely laughs> says that's friends,
1: Jerry. That's rare. Like
0: that's rare. <clears throat> like there's a like my, My favorite uh, uh, thing with him is when uh, when he uh, he steals the book at the library or the store or the library or whatever, and uh, and um, you know Jerry tells on him, and that's also the episode where he's mad that Jerry didn't say hello at some point. Yep. So he's like being arrested, (laughs) and Jerry's like hello, and he's like hello. (laughs) 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 Um. Yeah, I think, I think
2: um, there's so many good characters. I do love Kenny Banya. Again, he's not on there that much, but when he is, it's, it's, it's great. It's, it's really good stuff. David Putty. I agree with all that, but Frank stands There's up, man. too yeah. many. Yeah,
0: there, there's there's too many good characters, but he's obviously like up yeah.
2: on the top. <laughs> the, the episode where um, uh, George's parents are uh, ignoring him and they – <laughs> they, they do that. They fake the Chinese food being delivered. Chinese food, yeah. And then, and then uh, George calls him on it. And he's like, frankly, George, we're done with you. And he's like, he's like, no, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go make love to your mother. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. It's dude. so
2: good. <clears throat> um, so
1: good. Makes so much sense. We close this out with a theatrical reading of my favorite Frankenstein's quote. And then we'll have a um, moment of silence.
2: Okay. Hold on. Let me do it. All right, here it goes. <clears throat> A dramatic reading by Craig Goldberg from the episode The Showerhead, which is classic. There's so much good stuff in that episode. I want to quit right now and just watch Seinfeld. All right, here we go. Here we go. This is Frank Costanza. You think you can keep us out of Florida? Well, we're moving in locked, stock, and barrel. We're going to be in the pool. We're going to be in the clubhouse.
0: We're going to be all over those shuffleboard courts. <laughs>
1: And I dare you to keep me out. <sighs> there you go. Thank you. Oh, moment of good silence. Job.
2: All right. That's good. Um, no, that's great. I love, nice. I love Thank that. You. I love that. And I love, uh, love Seinfeld. And, and that show will be, a, uh, be with us forever. Yeah. And, the uh, Costanzas
1: together, like the entire family makes me laugh and delights me more than like any TV you know, the family.
2: Two quick Seinfeld facts, and then we'll, we'll get onto the fuck budget. The first episode that you meet George's mom, when you meet her before his dad is the episode where, uh, George gets caught by himself and uh, she goes to the hospital
1: and treating himself like an amusement park. That is so
2: God, is that still funny? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I,
1: I, she's in traction
2: a a couple. She's like,
0: George, I'm hungry. (laughs) Give me a sandwich.
2: Uh, there the other day I I was thinking, I was like, what, what side character besides the main four was on Seinfeld the most, like the most episodes. Any guesses before I reveal my fun trivia fact?
0: Um, mm. Well, at first, oh, I, I would want to say
2: Newman. I That's,
1: actually know this, so I won't answer because I told you. Already. Yeah, you told I you me. Don't okay, I don't know.
2: so I thought it was Newman too. Newman is actually the correct answer. Um, Newman has—I think he's on like—he's a
1: named character. Yeah, he's like on
2: fifty episodes. But the lady behind the counter at the diner is in every episode of Seinfeld, and it's the same—it's oh. the same actress the entire time.
0: Jesus Christ. So uh, That's cool. Let's what get her on the show. Was. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Let's have her on.
2: Uh, so what was it like
0: not doing she, anything? <laughs> she must not know she was even on a show. Yeah. She must have just been at work. <laughs>
1: she. Saw, I worked <laughs> at this diner at really weird hours. Yeah, I Those
0: at, guys yell a lot. I,
2: I worked at a fake diner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my name is George Costanza. I don't have a job. <laughs> I'm broke and I live with my parents. Um, all right, cool. So what we got coming up now, you know, I'm
0: so ready to get into some of these.
2: It's fun. Yeah, it's fun it's stuff. Um, fuck we, what I decided all to fuck
1: do budget should be vintage.
2: All fuck budgets should be vintage. We are doing the, the, the normal fuck budget here, but what it is, this is called the vintage fuck budget. We, we did this once a long time ago, but we're bringing it back. In fact, I think what we did it the first time was for a Patreon episode. um, We've got five topics from years past, and these are all about movie sequels that either did or didn't happen or did not happen in the way that this is when these movies were like in a rumored state, basically. And these are news pieces about these movies. This is the Yes Have Some Vintage Fuck Budget. I'm very excited about this. Looking forward to this all day.
0: Are you guys ready? I'm very ready. Ready, right, let's do it. As these I'll are these week. are fun. Let's do it. This, yeah,
2: these are. Take me back.
1: I already took it because I'm really good at my job.
2: Uh, unlike that lady from Seinfeld who just stood there. Yeah. Um. Okay, everybody, welcome to the vintage fuck budget. Here are the rules. Jake and Abigail each have ten. Fuck bucks to spend. Do you really need to be given the rules? No. Yeah,
1: he does. Because people think this fucking segment is called fuck bucks. So I think they do. (laughs) Because our listeners
2: have proven that they don't know what's going on. Listen, you're each going to spend your fuck bucks. You can't go over budget. Everybody knows the drill. But instead of modern topics and modern news stories, we got new stuff. Let's get into it right now. Here we go. Number one. News broke this week. Of an unreleased script for Batman versus Superman, a movie that was going to be made in the early 2000s, written by Akiva Goldsman, who's now working on the Cavalier and Clay series. His quote, it was the darkest thing you've ever seen. Let me go ahead and read this little uh, uh, blurb here, then we're going to get to you guys. So Akiva says, I wrote this version of Batman vs Superman around 2000 or 2002, when Colin Farrell was cast as Batman and Jude Law was cast as Superman and Wolfgang Peterson was directing. We were in prep and it was the darkest thing you've ever seen. It started with Alfred's funeral and Bruce has fallen in love and renounced being Batman. The Joker kills his wife. And then you discover it was all a lie. Just that the love itself was constructed by the Joker to break Bruce. It was a time where you could be able to get these sort of stories together in script form, but they couldn't quite land in the world. Somehow, the expectations of the object, whether they be the audience, corporate, or directorial, it wasn't landing quite in the way I think we imagined when we put them on page. When it comes to the unreleased script for Batman vs. Superman, starring Colin Farrell and Jude Law, and Joker murdering Batman's wife... Jake, how many fucks do you
0: give? Zero. This sounds so stupid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this sounds so dumb. Uh, I don't care. I don't. Thank that you. was my drama noise. What the hell was that?
1: I have a sound button. Listen. Hold on.
2: It's going to happen that's, every time you. No, that's that's
0: only fuck. reserved for, z- for um, zero fucks. Well, you're going to use it at least one more time this round. Uh, Yeah, this sounds really dumb. I don't care about that script. I don't care about that story. I don't care about Batman versus Superman. I don't care about Colin Farrell. I don't care about Jude Law. I don't give a shit. This sounds so dumb, but also I would have went and watched it.
2: Dude, yeah, let's be real. (laughs) It's the most early 2000s thing. Like, what if we got Jude Law and Colin Farrell? It sounds like
0: when when you're reading what the plot is (laughs) – It's as if he sounds like he's really like it. It comes across like he really thinks that would have been a good movie, but it sounds like just really bad. It's just a dumb sounding idea. That doesn't sound any
2: darker than
0: Joker that came out
2: last year. (laughs) Like, yeah, I love what people.
1: Joker, can I just surprise everybody and give my fucks? Yeah. I gave this two fucks. Okay. I liked the, I liked the story when I read it, and maybe revisiting it and hearing you read it out loud, I'm questioning that now, but <laughs> I was like, I like dark stories. I Can't like, take them back. I like Batman and Superman being played by Colin Farrell and Jude Law. I like both of those guys, those actors, and I feel like maybe if this had been made it could have been a course correction and a redirection for the DC universe, and, <laughs> but it didn't happen.
2: So hold, I mean, hold on A course correction. The course correction of what? Well, it could have set a new course.
1: Okay. There would have never had to be a correction. I it just so. could have given it a new,
0: I don't know. This, this sounds, I don't
2: know. Well, let's talk. This about, sounds, very let's talk about the story real quick. So the story is that Alfred's dead, which is whatever he's Alfred. He's pretty old. I'm, not, I'm mm-hmm. surprised. He's not always dead. Okay. Um, and so Batman's in love, and th- this this notion that the Joker created <laughs> Batman's in love.
0: That's how you want to start your. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got a really dark Batman movie. New Batman movie is the darkest one. Here's how it starts: Batman's in love. But
1: there's some episodes of Batman the animated series where he falls in love that are dark that I like. Yeah,
0: I don't know. Say Just- those like? Those are. To me, those sure. are like my least favorite. All so. right. Well,
1: that's pref that's a matter of preference right there. Cause I like those episodes sure. of Star Trek Next Generation where uh like uh what's uh Beverly Crusher has like the love affair with the ghost on like the Scottish Island. I fucking love that episode.
0: Is, I like that episode. That is such a weird fucking episode. But yeah. also, but here's the thing though. I'm not saying that things about love are bad, but, it, <laughs> but it's Batman.
1: You just don't want it in your Batman. I like Here's the thing. love interest They kind of did this. In Batman's th- a playboy. He's attractive. Women want him. And I think that who he, like his actual, who he falls yeah. in love with is interesting.
0: Yeah, sure. And that's okay when you got a comic book or you got a cartoon or a series where it's like episode after episode to explore that stuff. But when you got one two hour movie, I don't fucking care about his love interest. Hey, i like, mm-hmm got a love interest in i mean a lot of the movies and that's fine but it's just like we got we got two hours of time (laughs) what i love is the idea hold
2: on i like the idea of like so the joker is tricking batman into thinking this woman like the love isn't real is is, does she have an earpiece in on their dates and joker's like out in the bushes like telling
0: (laughs) that would be be funny he's say this <laughs> tell
2: him you like his cowl like <laughs> <laughs> tell him you like bats tell him you like bats but
0: if the joker so <clears> if <throat> the, if if the joker is tricking you know batman in a fall that means the joker knows Batman <laughs> yeah swain yeah and instead of using that Wait, information he, for anything yeah. he's just tricking him that's so. Stupid.
1: That means that the Joker's like the millionaire matchmaker. He's really invested in like Bruce Wayne's like what, what his needs the, are romantically.
0: Now, now if if the movie if the movie was by the end of it, the Joker like didn't have the heart to. <laughs> like if the end Joker's like, no, I'm invested in you this. Now and in I, love. I want them to live. Wait, like the Joker well, gives up his life of crime, so Joker- Batman can be.
1: Becomes the godfather of their kid, and like he can't <laughs> now, he has to kill her.
2: Uh, they're, I, I love just, your idea. Joker and Batman are just out in the rain, and it's pouring. And he's like, "She's dead, Joker." And he's like, "But the love was real, <laughs> and I gave you that love. It's better to have loved and lost than so never to the have end. loved at all."
0: Jo- the joker realizes that through her he actually loves batman yep. he's the one yes. who was doing everything he was Finally. like it was her body but it was my mind and he's by the end of it he's like i love you and they kiss yeah. and then that song is like did my love open the door the, my da- love that- open that's the where door. that's where they bring no that's where they bring back kiss from a rose oh yeah and, da, da,
2: da, da, da. and in the middle of batman and joker dancing in the rain <laughs> Bane shows up and just breaks Batman's back and the movie ends.
1: Oh, that's kind of like a, a Rise of Skywalker thing. I like that.
2: Well, see? Didn't oh. didn't, see. didn't see it coming. It it's not Tom Hardy, it's Bane. What's another real
1: It's uh, Bane you, from uh, Batman and Robin?
2: Yeah, it's that guy. Cool. No, you've got Jude Law and Colin Farrell. I'm trying to think of an early 2000s. It's Matthew McConaughey as Bane. Yeah, he shows up. He's like, mm. "Alright, Batman. We're going to do this." Mm, no. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, cool. Well, cool. The, okay. hey,
1: Channing okay, Tatum. <laughs>
2: This, he? Yeah. this movie does not. Sound Early two no, thousand? No.
1: When was he was twelve he years in, old? Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was like, when did he rise in popularity? I think like like twenty ten. Okay.
2: Okay. Um, listen, it didn't happen. Tom Hanks. He's always popular. Tom Hanks is bane. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he could be America's bane. Um, okay. Cool. That was fun. Next up, this is I've never read this before, and I'm so excited. So, Ghostbusters three news, breaking news from June two thousand nine. Uh, this is from an interview in Empire with Harold Ramis, where Harold Ramis is pontificating on what, what he thinks is going on with Egon in the new Ghostbusters movie. Ramis provides this update on the film to Empire saying... I'm intrigued by my idea for where Egon has been. He's been working on the International Institute for Imagery Science in Geneva. He's evolved a post-rational, non-conclusive logic for dealing with problems of chaos. Someone asks him, what does that mean? And he says, there are no spatial, conceptual, or intellectual models to describe it. So we don't know. Egon's gone so abstract, even he doesn't know what he's doing. (laughs) Abigail Gardner, when it comes to Harold Ramis uh, in his description of Egon and Ghostbusters 3, how many fucks do you give?
1: Four fucks. Mostly because I'm just excited to be reading Harold Ramis' name in a fuck budget and thinking about Egon and analyzing um, something about Egon, honestly. Because it's just fun to talk about Ghostbusters and I miss it. So um, this, honestly, the abstract on spatial misunderstood egon it i feel like it kind of is similar to maybe what's going on in afterlife maybe i'm reading into it too much but being a reclusive type person living alone in an old farmhouse maybe he's distraught over his findings and he's kind of like got nihilistic
2: <laughs> we're gonna get a message from ghost I was like can you guys delete that you just revealed the plot
1: <laughs> and maybe he's indig- has become endangered by them yeah okay thank you did i i hope i get that call and then they're like abby also we want you to do some edits <laughs> Not that Jason <laughs> Reitman needs them.
0: And we just, need you to be a stand. Then. Just
1: yeah. call me up and let cool. me in on the meeting. I know which seat Ivan Reitman sits in at the Ghost Core office. So yes, we I won't picked sit it in out. that seat. Cool. That was like a little flex.
2: Yeah, what was that it was about? A big flex. <laughs> Go ahead. Cool. Uh, okay. How many yeah, fucks was that? I four? gave four fucks. Uh, Jake, what did you think of this? How many fucks?
0: Um, I uh I gave it two fucks. It is it is definitely cool to to be you know, reading that kind of stuff and thinking about it, but also maybe I'm just like a big grump. This also kind of sounds dumb to me. No, oh. like to just have Egon be so weird that nobody knows what he's, I don't know. Like that just sounds too much to me. I, Egon, like, it's a, I like Jake the grump.
2: Egon's not even a person anymore. He's evolved to like some other being and he just, he, he's like, a,
1: he's like Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. These yeah. spores, like, molds and fungus know, like, bore me. International Institute of Imaginative Science. like that's that doesn't make any sense. I yeah. want to hear
2: Dan Aykroyd reacting to this paragraph. I bet it would be something like this.
0: So serious, he'd be like,
1: Wow, that's great, it's <laughs> gotta be perfect.
2: Good job. <laughs> cool. that, that's what he would say. Well, we uh, okay, I can't, I don't have a time. Sorry, everybody. It's a pandemic, don't worry, it's tough. Um, Almost win. Almost
0: went into Richard Dreyfus.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I want Richard Dreyfus to play Egon. Whoa, that's, that's
1: we need saying. to have a impression wheel for you that has everybody on it.
0: Just Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus. Just, Dreyfuss
2: have, just has three different. Uh, <laughs> um, Day I Day I, Day I thought this was Day like obviously hour. this wouldn't be the whole plot, but like this is kind of like just yeah sure I I whatever happened like we're gonna find out in March, thank God. But whatever whatever happened to Egon, he he definitely uh he was getting into something. We're going to find out what that was, mm-hmm. hopefully. But uh, it's just kind of fun to think about. I mean, listen, there's more than any other movie. I mean, there's an article that came out in 2014 when the reboot was announced, and it has a list of every Ghostbusters 3 rumor that's ever popped up. Yeah. And uh, it's extensive. So, still, You're still reading it. <laughs> I'm still yeah. going through this. <laughs> um, uh, apparently, Dan, in 1998, <laughs> every interview with Dan Aykroyd, he's like, well, Sony doesn't want to do it. So, you know, I had to move off the lot. You know, they don't want to do it. It's a billion dollar franchise. They don't want to do it. It's so fucking funny. Uh okay, cool. Um, uh, I'm excited about this one. This is uh from 2010. Bill Paxton mulling a 3D twister sequel. Darker, but still with flying cows. And I believe there's a quote I pulled here from Bill Paxton. Unfortunately, Bill's no longer with us. Uh, Maybe we would have gotten this Twister sequel eventually. Uh, Paxton argues a 3D tornado could obviously be pretty amazing. And I'll grant him that. A Twister... um, I'm trying to find the one quote where he talks about... uh, I always thought the first Twister was an exciting ride, but I thought a sequel could explore in a more enthralling way. Getting into more of the history and the lore... (laughs)
0: The history of 20 years.
2: <laughs> More of a darker version of the first one. You'd still want to have a lot of the dark humor with flying cows and everything. <laughs> I like that we're calling that dark humor. I think you can kind of intrigue people more by getting a little into the lore and really understanding. Maybe I should just read this in build Bill Paxton's voice. I just think there's a lot more to explore there. Uh,
0: Jake, how many fucks? Uh, I mean, this is also kind of dumb. No, just kidding. Six fucks. Uh, <laughs> Whoa, the first nice. ever F6? I, oh, fuck. I was back Six to go, fucks. Me. I want a Twister sequel. I think it would have been great. It would have been really fun to have a Twister sequel. Um, you know, like this article says, it was the second highest grossing movie of the year. It came out in 96, I think. Yeah, I'm for 3D sequel. I don't give a shit. Give me a, twi- a Twister sequel. I still... Even without Bill Paxson, I still want a Twister sequel. Six fucks.
2: Do you Now, well, Abby, you go first, and I have a question for you guys. Abby.
1: Yo, uh, first of all, what dark humor, Bill? What history and what lore? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but I like the way you're saying it. I gave this four fucks. I would watch uh, Twister 2, Rabbit is Good, Rabbit is Wise, just like following the the, <laughs> the, the, the ragtag group. Uh, or no. Roll the j- maps. Don't no. roll the maps.
2: By the way. If they named it, Jake would be very upset about that tagline Why? or that because he need Twister Two, not Rabbit is good, Rabbit is wise.
1: Oh, you don't want Twister Two, okay? <laughs> Twister right. Afterlife. I'll I'll have to work on that. Um, I've been watching Twister a lot. We watch it like first we watch part of it on our big screen TV and then we went into our room to go to bed and I put it on VHS the other night and it's just, (sighs) I've really been enjoying it. it Yeah. um, I want to see a sequel to this. And I think that the way that Bill Paxton talks about this is so serious and self-important and it makes me really happy and I love it. So yeah, four fucks. And I kind of wish I'd given more at this point.
2: Yeah, I guess my question was: Do you guys care about the history and the lore of tornadoes?
0: Like, is there like like? There's there's a little. I mean there there's not. So like when you say lore, there's no lore. Like that is like (laughs) that is you know he he's talking about twisters as if twisters are not a real thing, like (laughs) they're or as if they're like. Yeah, like a mythical being or something. It's a (laughs) twister. It's a tornado. Like he he probably said the word Lord didn't really mean that. He probably wanted to talk. But like I get what he's saying. You can talk about, you know, I don't know. Like you can get more into uh, other, you know, like there's been a lot of pretty big tornado disasters you know in, yeah. the, in the history of right. the world yeah, yeah, yeah. I, they, they could explore some stuff for sure um, yeah
2: i mean i've always thought it was pretty cool that every now and then the clouds decide to attack the people
0: yeah That's i also cool. have always i mean i've also always thought it would be really funny if they uh if at the end of twister um the the tornado that they're running from decides to speak and it like talks <laughs> yeah. to joe and well, it's revealed to joe that it is the same twister from <laughs> that killed her father and that they are alive. And like that, they, I don't know. That's ridiculous. No, but no. I I'll, think
1: that's a great, I think it's my favorite thing you've ever said. Yeah. And I also think, I think you could have lore explored. Like if uh bill were to go to like some remote part of Kansas, where there's like people who worship the tornadoes as a God. And, but <laughs> it does turn out to be the one from the beginning. and It's always been the same tornado. Yeah.
2: I, I like the idea of what what if since Bill Paxton's past, like how do you do a movie do it like the Midnight Society and are you afraid of the dark it's a campfire scene and they're all just telling different stories about
0: the that's extreme cool. mm-hmm. that's a pretty cool yeah
2: but there's little flashbacks and like you can get different actors you can do a younger Bill you could like where did Bill first learn about oh, know, where did he yeah. gain his obsession whoa where, hey I want to when was the extreme born yeah naked. Not naked. Holding a bottle
1: of Jack Daniels.
2: <laughs> naked. <laughs> naked.
1: Not naked.
2: Um, and yeah, I, 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 mentioned, I, mentioned I told Jake Twister. the other day, I noticed this uh, Easter egg for the first time ever watching Twister, that uh, right before the uh, tornado hits Aunt Meg's house in Wakita, she's watching Gone with the Wind. Um, and that's why I always thought it was lame when she tells Joe there was no warning. Because I was like, you had foreshadowing right there. (laughs) uh, Actually, the earlier in the day you had tornado chasers at your old ass creaky house, like, (laughs) I think we all knew what was going to happen. With all the metal (laughs) wind chimes all over the place. Yeah. and I know I've talked about this a lot, and then we'll move on, but my absolute favorite Thing in Twister, I think it's the funniest thing. It's right when they pull up to Aunt Meg's house, (laughs) they get out of the van, and two of the dudes just immediately start tossing the football back and forth. (laughs) They've been outside in the out open. They've been outside their entire life. (laughs) The beginning of the movie, they're just at like a campground. They like football. Yeah, like yeah, sweet. A little bit of downtime in between twisters. Fire out that pigskin, man. Come on. <laughs> um, yeah, good stuff. Cool. And uh, there's at least three people on that team that are totally useless. We could just cut right out of the uh, movie completely.
0: Um, well, especially now that GPS is a thing. Yeah. I'm sorry. Ex- but yeah, sorry, Rabbit. Roll the maps is fucking fired. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That guy probably
2: worked at Radio Shack. And uh, he got fired when Radio Shack went under. Uh, yeah. Then he
0: then he got a job at movie gallery. <laughs> and then they called him.
2: They're like, hey, man, how you old up? Oh, I'm doing uh, pretty good, Joe. Actually, I just uh, got to move a uh, new job at Circuit City. <laughs> and uh, Things are going pretty, pretty good. Um, cool. And uh, what's Jonas doing here is also my favorite line in the movie because yeah. – uh, well, he's a tornado chaser and you're all oh, chasing tornadoes. self-explanatory. Uh, okay, cool. Same next thing up. you're doing cool. here. Let, We're all pretending like we haven't had this conversation oh, this next one's a good one. 50 mm-hmm. times on the podcast. All right. Uh, next up, uh, <laughs> uh solo, will there be a sequel? I, the answer is no, obviously, but people are pushing for it. There's been some campaigns. There's an interview with John Kasdan, uh, who, who wrote the movie, uh, and, uh, kind of dropped some hints that he wanted to see further exploration of like Darth Maul and the huts and all that shit. Jake, when it comes to the solo sequel, is there anything redeeming that you could imagine this movie could bring you and how many fucks do you
0: No, make? I don't I don't have anything to say about this. Zero I gave this zero fucks. Uh, that movie was uh <laughs> mm. the worst Star Wars movie I've ever seen. Um it tarnished Han Solo. It did no good. I don't care. Mm.
2: all right abigail
1: yeah amen i echo you uh i gave zero fucks i had to check the date on this article to make sure that it was old and i was very happy to read that it was 11 months old and (laughs) it's not current and that nobody's talking about this um still because that movie was garbage i agree with you jake um the person who wrote this article also doesn't understand how spoiler alerts work because at one point they just spoil uh rogue one and then they're like, oh, yeah, also spoiler alert afterwards, which is annoying.
2: They spoiled Rogue One. They're like, oh, the Rebels got their hands on the Death Star plans.
1: Yeah. And also, like, the tweet that John Kasdan put out that started all this, the makes Solo 2 happen again hashtag is like, it's just ugh. It's just annoying and it's not going to happen. And I don't know who those people are that liked it. I mean. Well, that, that brings me to
2: the discussion yeah. I wanted to have real quick. And because I knew you were both going to give zero fucks. I would also give zero. I don't like Solo. Um you do realize that the three of us are very much in the minority and most Star no. Wars people claim they like this movie. Jake, you think they're lying?
0: Nobody likes this movie.
1: <laughs> it's right? so hard to finish. Like I've tried to watch
0: it it's I, on Netflix. Yeah, I, under, I, I know people like it. I, I understand that, but maybe those people haven't seen Star Wars before. Yeah. Or maybe they haven't watched other good this movies. sucks. This movie sucks. This so yeah.
2: yeah, I just sometimes wonder. I'm, when,
0: when, I'm annoyed talking about it. Yeah, okay. they kill
1: the best character like 30 minutes into the movie. It's very frustrating. It's muddled it's just, and just and a, a letdown. Thing. It's a big letdown.
2: You know what's really funny, by the way? Before this movie came out, I remember some people like talking shit, and I remember the three of us being like, you know, you got to be open minded. You got to give it a chance. And then we all saw it, and we're like, ooh, <laughs>
0: never well, mind. I mean, be open minded, but. If the movie sucks, the movie sucks. Yeah, <laughs> I true. threw out my IHOP cups, dude.
1: <laughs> I saw ours. We were going through our closets this past couple days, and I saw them in a bin. I was like,
0: these are go- these are going in the fucking trash. Yeah. Wow. I the mean, meal
1: that I had at Denny's, I think, was better than the movie. Oh yeah. To get those cups, hundred percent. And that was not a good meal. <laughs>
2: As I recall, <laughs> that's going to be your t-shirt. <laughs> the meal I had at Denny's was better than the solo cups from Han Solo. And also it was not a good meal. It sounds like par- <laughs> Leslie. No, it's pretty good. Uh, good stuff. It's
1: going to be a big t-shirt.
2: Um, okay. Last item on the fuck budget. Boy, mm-hmm. oh boy. Uh, this has to do with nightmare on Elm street, Robert England talking about how he, and this is from a couple years ago. And honestly, he's, he said this a lot, but I thought it'd be fun. Um, he talks about a script for a prequel called Kruger First Kills. The last children being killed, two cop detectives that found Freddie bust him. And in the body of the film were ambulance chasing, sleazy lawyers that get Freddie off. Uh, and the lawyers are actually the best part of the movie. There's two of them Freddie in court, Freddie at the table, Freddie on the witness stand, Freddie in jail but it's about the lawyers getting them off and they get them off. And Freddie gloats too much on the courtroom stair. And the end of the movie is Freddie being burned alive. When it comes to my cousin, Freddie, mm-hmm. uh, Abigail Gardner, how many fucks do you give about this? Uh,
1: zero fucks. I love Freddie Kruger. I love the nightmare on Elm street movies. This, I don't know who's asking for a courtroom drama. Um, for Freddie Kruger's universe. And I like, when I, when I think about horror movies, I don't think about lawyers. And the <laughs> characters, the main characters, or being
2: podcasters lawyers. Halloween.
1: Uh, yeah. That was also annoying actually. So, um, it was, and that, that quote, it's about the lawyers getting him off and they get him off. That's like, that's so terrible. I'm not going into that territory. Don't worry. You just gave me a lot
2: over the lawyers.
1: Yeah. I don't, I, the, or original idea of going back into and showing the, like the, basically the townspeople, the families burning him alive. And like what precipitated that might be interesting, but The case that unfolds and the drama in the courtroom and the jail sounds fucking stupid. So I don't care. And thank you very much. (laughs) Jake, what about you? Okay. I didn't, I got really mad at this. I didn't like it at all. I feel like I would hate that movie.
0: Well, let me, well, let me tell you, Abby. Yeah. If you hate this idea, then, you know. Don't watch the episode of Freddy's Nightmares where they've already made this. It exists. This already exists. (laughs) The first episode, the very first episode of the Freddy Krug Nightmare on Elm Street TV show is Freddy's Trial. This already exists. I gave this one fuck because I do like... Uh, you know, I, I I would watch any Nightmare on Elm Street film. I like those movies. I like Robert Englund, but yeah, I also don't want to see. Nobody wants to see Freddy as a human. Also, the problem with that, other than it being boring, is that when Freddy Krueger was a human, um, his sexual and uh, murder victims were like children, right. like six year old kids. Yeah. Yeah. When he became, when he died and became Freddy Krueger, those kids had grown up to the age of being like teenagers by that point. So they're able to make the movies where it's teenagers. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're telling me, Robert England, that you want to make a Freddy Krueger movie where we watch you kill six year old kids no nobody's uh, gonna make with no magic or mysticism movie. it's not happening and it well it kind of and part of it already has happened so stop yeah. hey we should watch that by the way we should do a yeah,
2: little, i'm
1: totally down that sounds like a bonus episode yeah maybe near watching that Halloween.
2: first episode of uh uh Freddy's nightmares um listen the only cool thing right now to do with Nightmare on Elm Street, besides getting somebody who's really talented to somehow remake, revisit, reboot, in my opinion, would be to um, do like a like you know those like real crime docu series, like on Netflix. Do like a five part docu series about Freddy Krueger. Fuck. With like yes, with, like a
1: fictional docu series. Yeah. Like th- that sounds. Is has that ever been done? Sure. Like no. with a uh, with a uh, slasher serial killer, like a icon, that would be really fucking. That'd be cool because
2: cool you th- then you can if you want to have lawyers and investigators and all, but then you can have people who like believe the 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 lore, <laughs> not the twister lore. Not mm-hmm. the twister. <laughs> Bill Paxton's on there, but he's he's on the wrong show. They just like, <laughs> and then the p- the parents of the Elm Street children burn down the boiler room so, here to comment on it, it's the extreme. Uh. Yeah, I, there, I think there's a lot of creative things to do with it, but the the, the Freddy Krueger story, for all intents and purposes, has been told. And it's not the kind of thing where you just need to see the prequel to really – it's like even anytime they've tried to do like – and Jake, you probably know more than I do. Are any of those Texas Chainsaw prequels, are any of them
0: good? Is it ever good? The prequels? No. Yeah. No. No, no, no. None of that stuff's good. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, do we want to see a, a Scream prequel where it's just uh, no? It doesn't make sense. Where it's like, just, uh, you can't, no. you can't make a Freddy prequel. Like, Freddy Krueger becomes Freddy Krueger. You know, like, it, it, you don't. What's the point of watching him as a human? Exactly. Like, I, just, I don't get it. It's like a
2: Scream prequel. with Stu and Billy just watching horror movies and taking notes for two hours. Yeah, just yeah. It doesn't. <laughs> I might make watch sense. that. Um,
1: but yeah tedious, boring, unnecessary. I mean, I'll
2: throw money at Oh yeah, I'm buying it. I'm getting all the... I'm, yeah. I want the, I'm there. the NECA courtroom diorama. Yeah, uh, the sure.
1: Courtroom Egon in there and at, mix at, your figures
2: up. Actually, hey, listen. Little, uh... I need John Yucaba or somebody to draw this scene. It's the courtroom... <laughs> it's the, the Freddy Krueger trial. And we learned that he isn't actually burned by, uh... by being burned alive in the boiler room. It's actually Batman trying to protect him. Burns Freddy Krueger's face in the courtroom. And that's when he becomes Freddy Krueger. Oh, okay. Similar to Harvey Dent. All right. Um, all right, cool. Well, that was the, the vintage fuck, but that was fun. I had yeah. a good time. That's a good. One. Nice. Um, last little tag and then we'll uh, wrap up. I, I read an article this week that Nev Campbell says that she has been in contact with those new writers and directors of the, the scream sequel and that she's not against returning uh I don't know. I I have very mixed feelings about this cuz I always love a good sequel and it never it just never seems to turn out like I want it and we all know that Scream 4 isn't great. Uh but it would feel weird to have a, a Scream movie without Neve Campbell. So I just wanted mm-hmm. to say that. I wanted to put that out in the world.
1: Yeah, there's a chance it could be terrible, but I'm going to watch it. Yeah, I else? like Neve Campbell a lot
2: and those are great movies. You can't ruin the Scream legacy like it is what it is. They already have. So. Although I know Jake
1: disagrees <laughs> with me on like which ones are good because I like Scream Two a lot.
0: You like I like Scream yeah. Two. Scream yeah. Three uh, Not so much. Mm. Yeah. And the Scream Scream One is a masterpiece.
2: Yeah. Two right. tries a little That's bit it. harder. That's it. I don't have That's anything else nice. to say That's about it. the single Scream's a masterpiece. <laughs> Scream uh, is a
0: masterpiece. Cool. The rest are not good.
2: Not mm-hmm. good. Not good. Yeah. God, and then uh, we're gonna get a Friday the thirteenth prequel. With, uh, <laughs> Jason and his uh, mom,
1: Jason's mom, dropping him.
2: <laughs> God, you just really happy with that.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's funny.
2: All right, guys. Cool. Well, that was good. What, uh, anything else? Uh, any final thoughts before we uh, wrap up?
1: I got my uh, job a glob in the mail for those of you who have been watching our eBay hangs. So congratulations. Really excited. yeah, I'm going pl- to, I'm going to take it out of package. It's very, very cool.
0: Cool. Um, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go fix my stapo.
2: Jake has an art project. What's
1: your plan? How do you, how I think just some paint, paint it.
0: Yeah, I think I'll just
2: paint it. Okay, cool. Um, cool. <clears throat> Couple uh, YHS updates. Uh, we will have a bonus episode dropping on the Patreon feed probably next week. So, uh, keep your eyes open for that. Um, We, anybody who's currently on Patreon, uh, you are still getting May and June for free. Uh, So enjoy that. We'll, we'll get some more bonus content coming your way. We do have the eBay hangs on Friday nights. Check that out. All that information's on our social media, which is, at YHS podcast. Mm -hmm. And then of course the YouTube channel, we got unboxings and contests and all, there's all sorts of shit going on. Uh, Check our
1: website. If you want to see and read the uh, art review of the, or the art review, the YHS review of the ghost. What what are you trying to say over there? God damn it. I don't know. I I had an aneurysm. Um, Go to yhspodcast.com if you'd like to read our review of the Ghostbusters art book. It is up and I wrote it. Yeah, there you you go. go.
2: Uh, Pre-orders up. Congratulations to uh, everybody involved. Um, And uh, yes, have some group therapy. Jake, I don't know if you saw this today, but you were tagged in a photo. Uh, Somebody said that uh, Russell Russell Crowe in his new movie uh, was reminding them of you. I, I did. Know. I'm
0: going to go. I'm going to go watch the trailer. Yeah. I don't Whoa. know.
2: I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Unless, Russell
1: Crowe is great.
2: Unless it's. Uh, unless
0: he's trying to sing. <laughs> unless yeah. it's
2: Les
1: Oh, Miss. I forgot. He's um, not good at that.
0: Jake's the gladiator. Yeah, I
1: loved gladiator. I saw that in theater. That's a good movie. Yeah.
2: Yes. Abigail, let them know about uh, Facebook group therapy. Oh yeah.
1: Facebook group therapy. Just log into your Facebook search for yes. Have some podcast group therapy. You'll find our closed group. It is growing. We want to get it to a thousand members, um, but it's still quality content in there. And we'd like you to keep it that way. Don't post memes. Okay. Ask to join. This is my favorite
2: part where you just start scolding them before they,
1: first of all, Ask to join, and then myself Cracker Jacob Walsh will accept you or Ryan because he's a great admin. Um yeah. but then once you're in there, you know, don't mess around. Lurk first, <laughs> figure out what's cool, uh, figure out who you like, leave nice comments, good feedback. Now. Don't post memes. And if you do, they're gonna get taken down. Yeah, that's
2: just there you go. There you go. Cool. Uh lots of good discussion in there uh surrounding the new Ghostbusters figures and all sorts of stuff. And uh that's about it. Uh we'll see everybody next week. And mm-hmm. uh yeah. stay safe, stay healthy. I know I feel like the country I, Buy toys. Buy
0: toys. Buy toys fuck everything else. We don't we don't need to talk fuck every, fuck all that dumb stay home. Like we get it. Just yeah. go buy a toy. Buy a toy,
2: yeah. make a fuck budget. On
0: the internet. Buy it on the internet, but just do it. Buy yeah. it on the internet.
2: Or be like me. Go to the store with a mask and gloves and then get on the internet and find a better place. <laughs>
0: and then, you know. Exactly.
2: That's uh, for Abigail Gardner. That's
1: part of the process, though.
2: Jacob Walsh. My name's Craig Goldberg. Thank you so much for your support. Thank you for joining us. Yes, Have some podcasts. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. See
1: you. Bye. Bye.